1: like to begin with something interesting and dang I don't know if you saw the photos of the family just beating each other up in Disney World the other day. There were about eight to ten folks who they just couldn't agree who should stand where in the picture and then who got to hold the selfie stick. Just I was like what is going on? Yeah the happiest place on earth. You know, back in the day, we didn't have to deal with any of that garbage. We had one camera with 24 exposures at Disneyland when I was a kid. And then your mom or dad always said, hey, don't be wasting the film. I mean, whoa, this is like an instant flashback. Yes, and on that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing. I am, of course, America's beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again. If you're a new listener, hey, glad to have you with us. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just another reminder that if you're just too shy to come on a big-time award-winning show and podcast, well, you can always drop me your question over on the website. Go to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. Every single day, I check out at least 30 different websites to make sure that you're up to date on all things digital. And let's talk about the five things that you need to know right now. we we'll are start with number one. Amazon has a new venture. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Amazon Clinic. It's designed for those of you who need an emergency prescription refill or maybe have just a cold or flu or something like that. Uh, the big question is, is Amazon Clinic safe to use? So here's how it works. You're going to book an appointment through the new Amazon Clinic And then you get connected with a clinician, not necessarily a doctor, but someone who can legally prescribe medication for almost anything from allergies to high cholesterol. Now, here's the deal. Amazon is not providing a medical service. It's only a middleman. It connects you with a nearby service. But my concern is when you sign up for treatment through Amazon, you, quote, unquote, authorize everyone involved, doctors, nurses, pharmacies, labs, to share what's called your PHI with Amazon, so it's your protected health information. And Amazon will surely create this database on you, all your ailments, and really the bottom line is, do you really trust Amazon with all this nitty gritty? Uh, number two on our list is the US Postal Service. If you're looking for a great job with great pay and good benefits and healthcare and longevity, no worries about layoffs, the company being bought out or being replaced by AI, the United States Postal Service. I mean, who doesn't like a mail carrier? Mine is my mail carrier. Her name is Ellen. She's just amazing. Okay, here's the problem. Almost a million job hunters who Googled USPS employments were taken to a scam site. It looks official right down to the post office logo. The website promises to train you for a job with the post office for a fee. It's a scam. It's also illegal, by the way. Uh, the post office does all its own training at no cost to new employees. Now, many of these fake federal job placement sites operate under an umbrella, an outfit, called U.S. Job Services in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, if you want to work for the post office, the only website to use is usps.gov slash careers. You know, that's right, the official post office website. I don't know. I was got to tell you a joke. But the problem with telling jokes about the post office, let me tell you right now, It's always days before people get it. (laughs) That was a good one. All right. Three on our list of five things, Apple's new Reality Pro. Rumors all over the tech world that this product is going to be so incredible it could possibly replace the iPhone, which by far was a huge disruptor in the tech industry. Apple's calling their VR headset Reality Pro, and it's going to hit store shelves in September. It's going to show your email, text messages, directions, basically anything that you use your iPhone for right in front of your eyes. The price, it's this Apple we're talking about, $3,000. But let's face reality, no pun intended. Apple, if they're going to get it right, it cannot be just a rehash of Google Glass or the Oculus VR headset. Then it's going to be just a total bust. In just a few weeks, we're going to start hearing more and more about it, and then we'll be like, here, VR. VR. Uh, Four on our list of five things is the metaverse. It's dead. The metaverse was born only two years ago when Mark Zuckerberg changed Facebook's name to Meta. Mm -hmm. This was his attempt to win over Wall Street who believed that our little boy wonder, Mark Zuckerberg, could do no wrong. Then he and he alone would hold the keys to a better virtual world. You know, companies sink billions of dollars in it. I think Meta lost $4 billion in building this thing. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like this sad cartoonish computer-generated virtual world doesn't exist unless you're wearing those VR goggles, 3D goggles. And um, by the way, the characters had no legs. <laughs> they just floated all around. I was like, what's going on with this? Anyway, Wendy's, Chipotle's, uh, McDonald's, they all invested. And I guess no one told me you can't really eat anything in the metaverse. Uh, but now Mark Zuckerberg says, oh, you know, forget the whole metaverse. We are going to be into artificial intelligence. That's right, artificial intelligence. Thanks for joining us, Mark. And finally, this, coming in at number five, this is what happens when you've convinced yourself that you are just the smartest one in the room. In December of 2021, millennial skydiver, pilot, a guy by the name of Trevor Jacobs posted a YouTube video and called it, I crashed my plane. In the video, he's so panicked and he's said he was forced to bail out of a single-engine, two-seater airplane over the mountains near Santa Barbara. All right, when you look at this guy, most pilots don't wear parachutes. And also, most planes don't have three GoPro video cameras and a selfie stick recording everything. The video showed that the plane was fine all the way to the moment of impact. Jacobs was trapped. Now he admits he intentionally crashed the plane for a sponsorship deal. Yes, follow the money. At the crash site, he tampered with evidence, which is a felony, Obstruction of a federal investigation—he could go to prison for 20 years. I just wonder how that how that sponsorship deal looks right now. This is just plain scary. All right, coming up, I have some great things that you don't want to miss. Uh, how to store 100,000s? How to store 100,000 songs for free in the cloud? Also, some ways to spot legitimate-looking sites that are actually just scammy sites. Oh, laptops! This is interesting. Some laptops actually have expiration dates, like milk and eggs. And then also these AI voice clone scams are spreading. I'll tell you more about those. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls that you never, ever want to miss, here on Commando Today.
0: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let's CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
1: Hey, if you haven't already, make sure that you sign up for our free newsletters. Every single morning, you're going to get the tech news of the day that you need to know. And also in the the afternoon, you're going to get a great tech tip. And then anytime there's a data breach, let me tell you, you will be one of the first folks to know and to protect yourself. So go to GetKim.com right now. Go to GetKim.com. Join over 400,000 folks who get our newsletters. And you can unsubscribe at any time, but you're not going to want to do that. And it comes with my spam-free guarantee. I'm not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody. So right now, go to getkim.com and sign up for our free newsletters because knowledge is power. You need this tech know-how. Once again, that's getkim.com. All right. How about we start with Dawn in Fort Walton Beach, Florida?
2: Hey, Kim. It's so nice to talk to you. It's Fort Walton Beach, Florida. You know where Destin is? You probably heard. Uh, of yes, you know the why and
1: why? Do you know why? <laughs> okay, years and years ago, I flew into Fort Walton Beach mm-hmm. Airport because my brother lived in Niceville, Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I got myself some little Japanese car. I don't know what it is. <laughs> And I was just coming out of the airport, just driving over, going over to my brother's house. I'll never forget. I was—I don't know the name of the road. I just remember that there was a, there were like two stoplights, and in front of it was this big Kmart. Oh, really? And I'm, and I'm sitting there at the light. Just flew in from Phoenix. You know, went I had to go through Pensacola, wherever I went through from. Mm-hmm. And I was tired, and. Uh, I, I'm at the light, and this guy in this truck just rams right into me in the back.
2: Oh God!
1: <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, "All right, this is not a good thing." And I, I get out of the car, and it's one of these big trucks, like where you know you got to get a step ladder to get in. Oh no! Okay, awesome. and he's and he and he's got the Confederate flags going in the back, <laughs> and. I get out of the car and I look at, there's no, there's no damage. And there's like no, I was hardly, it was just like a little bump. Oh. And I looked, at, I looked at him, I said, you know, I said, it's not a big deal. It's a rental car. <laughs> well, just, you go your way. I go my way. I'll just take care of it. You know. <laughs> and he looks at me and he, he, like, put his head down and he took off his cowboy hat and he looked at me and he said, on their face, he says, ma'am, I was just looking at you and I thought you were just the prettiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was just giving you a love tap. Oh, we'll see, we all love you. <laughs> and I said I I looked at him like, "Thanks. I got to go." <laughs> got to go. Well,
2: that was a nice thing to happen, a nice thing in the airport.
1: <laughs> it could have been worse. It was. It. it was very nice. Yes. <laughs> So how can I lend a hand?
2: Okay. I am a real estate agent in Fort Walton Beach, and Oklahoma, Lisa County, and Santa Rosa County, and Destin, all these places. I have been over 25 years. And I'm having a hard time with, you know, I have my customers, once I get to know them and t- talk to them, I put their phone in my phone, their phone number. And mm-hmm. now I get 20 to 25 or 30 spam calls a day. When I, I, when I, I, when I pick up, when I open my phone up, yes, every day. Saturday, Sunday. I got one this morning at six fifteen, and I'm so Ugh. tired of it because I, I was very nice at first, and I'm, it's, I thought it was a recording. They would record me, and I really didn't care. But I'd say, i uh, sorry, but please don't call me anymore." And now they, they 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 call me, and there's nobody there when I when I open the phone. But but you know, it's so aggravating. Is there anything I can do? I'll pay for it to get rid of it.
1: So, who's your carrier? Verizon. Okay, Verizon has something called call filter, okay? Mm -hmm. And so if you put that, you enable that on your phone, that should limit the number of calls coming in. Now, let's say that you do that and you you put that on and it's still not doing the job. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're down to like 10 calls a day instead of 30 calls a day.
2: Mm -hmm. Excuse me, but would that say on my phone, would that say on my phone when it's ringing potential spam? Because I have that. Yes. Oh, see, but then.
1: Uh, Well, no. This is more than that. This. Okay. No, this is more than that. This is actually going to filter the calls. It's going to look at things that you've called in the past, or they've called you, and Mm -hmm. then you know. So, uh, so if that's not working for you, try a Verizon call filter. If that doesn't work, then there's a an app called No Mo Robo. Mm -hmm. No Mo Robo. (laughs) And it'll block the robocalls, the telemarketers, uh, the phone will ring once, and then it will try to identify the caller. And then, if the number is in the RoboCallers list, then it's going to be automatically blocked. Oh. So you're not even going to see it. So That'd be too good so to be First true. one we're going to try. First one, <laughs> I don't know. I think it doesn't work for you. Uh, I think the first one that you want to try is this Verizon call filter. Really does work. Uh, if that doesn't work for you, Don, try this No Mo Robo. Yes, No Mo Robo. Because we're going to make those calls stop already. Let's see who's next. Chad in Altoona, Pennsylvania. I have. A-
3: problem that uh i have an i have a business and it's an automobile repair shop and i have an office and some bays and i have a door um little doorbell one of those wireless things that goes ding dong whenever you whenever somebody opens the door got it now now however i if I'm in the back room, or you know, a car's running or something, I can't hear that. So, what ha- what I'd like to do is I have a Galaxy S twenty three and a Samsung um, watch that I have paired with it, and I'd like to. There are so many different cameras and everything that I've noticed, and I have no idea which one to pick or which what I'm looking for. I'd like to put a camera up that just monitors the door, that'll maybe. Ring my watch, and maybe sure.
1: provide video whenever somebody comes in, which is nice, right? I mean, that's Absolutely, good. So yeah. that, and uh, and then you know maybe you want to store the videos, and if you had another device, you could uh, actually say you know you could actually talk to that person if you wanted to from your watch to say I'll be right there, right? Yeah, that would be uh, wonderful. So. You know, so, so the good news is that all this is really possible and it's not going to be this major technical nightmare <laughs> in order to set it all up. We're not talking about stringing cables. We're just talking about putting in one, uh, one indoor camera that will ring alerts and it will notify your phone. It'll notify your watch. And so that this way you can get video previews. Uh, you can turn off the camera and mic and, you know, do things like that. If that's what you wanted to. So, you know, there's a lot of different options out there, but um, I asked our very own IT genius, John, this question, mm-hmm. because you sent me an email and I'm like, hey, John, what would you think would be the best thing for Chad? And he sent me a link to a new Amazon camera uh, that, and I'll send you a link to it, that okay. is a Ring, which is a Ring indoor camera. And he said it's gonna notify your phone, your watch, and it's very easy to set up too. And it works with Alexa. And so uh, so just, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the link to that. And then if okay. you have any trouble setting this up, Chad, or you need, ha- need some help, or you're like, well, this is not exactly what I want, because uh, I want you to really look at the specs. But I think this is what you need. And again, it's just a, a ring indoor camera. A ring doorbell in, indoor, indoor camera, rather. Uh, but I think it's going to be just perfect for whatever you've got going on there with being under the cars and not hearing it and, you know, good things like that. And again, it's just like $60. And Chad, thank you for your call. It's so great that I have a chance to help all of you folks, really. And if you ever have a question, uh, make sure that you drop it right on the website. I know you like to leave me your questions all over social media, but I get so confused because there's so many different places to gather them up. So when you have a question for me, I just want you to remember the very best place for you to go is to commando.com. That's with a K, of course, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim right on the homepage. And let me tell you, I read every single note that you send me there, folks. Once again, that's commando.com, upper right-hand corner, email Kim, whatever you need help with. Maybe it's like this guy trying to figure out how he can know if somebody walks into his shop or maybe you're having trouble with your kids or somebody's stalking you, whatever it is. Uh, commando.com in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email, Kim. All right, let's talk about you have a bunch of vinyl record CDs or cassettes laying around. Okay, it is time for you to get off your butt and put them in the cloud. So this way you can listen to your tunes in your car, at home, when you're at exercising, or maybe when you're on vacation. Now, there's a secret way to store 100,000 songs for free and always have access to each and every one of them. This is so cool. YouTube music, a lot of people don't realize this. So if you don't already have a YouTube account, you should make one. And then afterwards, tap your profile picture from the menu. That's where you want to select Upload Music. From there, select all the tracks on your hard drive that you want to be stored on YouTube servers for free. Yes, for free. All right, there's always a gotcha. Uploading music only works when you're using YouTube music on your desktop or your laptop. You cannot upload music from your phone or your tablet. Now, after your music is uploaded, that's when you get fancy with things. You can make all these different playlists. And to listen to music on the go, all you have to do is put that YouTube Music app on your device, you sign into your account, and then bingo, all those songs are right there ready for you to listen to. Again, that's YouTube Music. All right, coming up, some laptops have expiration dates. I'm going to tell you about that. We have more of your phone calls here on Kim Commando today.
0: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving US state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
1: Okay, you've come across a website that's giving away a low-cost getaway to anywhere in the world. And you're like, oh, this is so great. I would love to win. Or maybe they're going to charge you like $499. And you're like, wow, that's such a deal. Now, even if you are a tech guru, the latest scammy websites can fool even you. So let's talk about some red flags. Number one, I want you to be sure to double-check the address, the URL. Scammers are getting super crafty, and they're going to try to sneak in a couple of letters or words, then it will look like the real deal, and it's not. Uh, next on our list, legit sites always have a way to get in touch with them. So if you can't find a phone number or any information, there's only like a chat bot or a contact us form, mm, big red flag. Uh, Number three, keep your eyes on security. You want that padlock icon in the address bar and HTTPS in the URL. Uh, Next on our list is graphics. Real sites always have really beautiful, slick graphics. They look professional. And here's the deal. They're consistent throughout the sites. Scam sites may have some really pretty pictures on the homepage, but then if you get to the second or third page, you're like, what happened? This is like Cartoon Alley. Okay, so that's a big flag. Finally, I want you to do your research. Google search the name of the site with the word review or scam after it because that normally will bring up somebody who has done a review or maybe they got taken by it. Oh, and by the way, just you should know this, never use your debit card to buy anything online. You always, always, always want to use a credit card. so this way you can dispute the charges if you need to. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, some laptops have expiration dates. I'm going to tell you more about that. Oh, and later on, Boy, this is really spreading. You need to know about this. AI voice cloning. Whew, boy, really frightening out there. And let's see, how about we go to the phones right now with Mike in Jacksonville, Florida.
4: Well, hi there, Kim. It's a real pleasure to be able to speak with you, and I am uh, very grateful that you accepted my call.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate
4: you for calling. What's going on? Uh, I've listened to your show for a number of years, but this is the, this is the first time that I've actually picked up the phone and, and given you a call. So, so thank you again for taking my call. Um, putting uh, my general question to your team was, um, how can I get your advice on locating a reputable forensic investigator? And if I can put a little context behind that question, uh, it, it yes, of course do. involves a much yeah it involves a much longer story with a very dear friend of mine that I've known for over ten years. Uh, she believes, and I agree with her, that she is the victim of some sort of a digital infiltration that goes way beyond just a normal hacking and/or an uh, identity theft. Um, I could cite page and page detailing examples of digital discrepancies, account takeovers and lockouts, password Mm -hmm. changes, system infiltrations, settings constantly changing while we watch her screen, emails, calls, texts being changed, interrupted, or not being received or not sent uh, or received weeks later. It's just overall extreme examples of inconsistencies with all types of digital hardware and software that has been uh, that has created a level of fear and uncertainty in her life. And, you know, it's really creating a lot of problems for her. Um, So we're looking for someone with a technical aptitude and the patience to simply sit with her, listen and look at her uh, supporting evidence and then review what she has and provide some guidance to her you know to try to untangle this mess that she's in. Did what did she go to the police? Yeah. Yeah, she has. She has gone to local law enforcement um they would not let her see a forensic investigator uh, they showed she she showed up in business attire and a professional attitude she came prepared with all mm-hmm. of this data and they would not let her sit and speak with a forensic investigator uh they basically told her at the end of that uh that you know she, she needed to see some level of counseling uh she has gone to numerous customer service representatives and numerous carriers all of which had had differing degrees of success and failure. But most of the time, the discussion ended with it's a, quote, unquote, system glitch. Uh, You should just go home and enjoy your product. You know, she's tried all types of stuff to try to walk through this.
1: Does she think it's like an ex or somebody like that? yeah so at the core
4: of this, uh she had a small business closing that occurred three and a half years ago, and a lot of this seems to be stemming from a previous i t individual in her business and maybe a business partner. but she hasn't seen any irregularities on the financial side of things. you know her retirement account or her bank account seems to be okay; it's just more like stocking and manipulation of her data and her systems of what's going
1: on. And it seems very widespread and we just don't know where to turn with this. Well, uh, You know, you can get a good forensic investigator. Uh, most of them, the reputable ones, they are part of what's called the International Association of Computer Investigative Specialists. Just it's it's an, of course everything has an acronym, you know. It's right. IACIS, AICIS, or the SANS Institute. Okay, then you want to look at that person's LinkedIn profile, ask for references. Uh, they should give you an initial consultation, thirty minutes or so, for free, and then you have to figure okay. out how much they're going to cost. Right, right. Uh, You know, I will tell you that we have a forensic investigator that's a friend of the show. I don't know how much he charges, but if I needed to investigate somebody and figure out what's going on, this is the guy that I would call. I mean, he uh, was in the military. He was part of the whole clan, the group that took down the Taliban. He duplicated their cell phones. I mean, so he's. Uh, he's because he was a service member he's very respectful he's very honest right. and he has a lot of integrity uh okay. his name is Rico his name is Rico Danielson and uh and his website is ricohd.us so that's rico r i c o h d.us ricohd.us rico, so rico danielson uh i don't know how busy he is you know order right. him, for him to take on this i know that he's got uh, a lot of uh, ransomware cases that he's dealing with. and But he has helped me and a caller. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but a gal called the show when her daughter was being stalked. Okay. And, and the person who was stalking put pictures of the mother up on a porn site and said, for a good time, call. Yes. And put the mother's yeah. cell phone number there. So uh through Rico's investigative help and with the local police, we were able to to put that guy down. So, uh, so I'm confident, Rico, that if there is something going on, that Rico will be able to uh, to help you out with that. So, um, Mike, do me a favor. Promise me is that yeah. when you get to the bottom of this, you call me back.
4: Yeah, yeah, abs- and, absolutely. You know, we, we we've got to figure out something here. This is. I wish I could get into all the details of, you know, exactly what's going on. I I, I know we don't have time for that, but it's it's impressive <laughs> the, the level of craziness of of really what's happening here.
1: Yeah, and it's it's probably a nightmare for your friend, too. I mean, that she has to worry about all this stuff that's going on. I mean, as, as if life isn't hard enough. We've got a lot of crazies and wackos out there. Again, that's Ricohd.us. And, Mike, thank you for your call, and let me know how it works out. All right, let's talk about things that have expiration dates. All right, what comes to mind? Milk, right, eggs, yogurt, cheese. And what about those cheap laptops that are called Chromebooks? Yeah, they have expiration dates, too. It's a huge Chromebook gotcha that not too many people know about it. Now, Chromebooks, if you don't know, it's a catchphrase for any laptop, tablet, any device that's running on Google's Chrome operating system. That's why they're called a Chromebook, right? Now, the operating system and the apps update automatically. So the whole idea is that you're protecting your device with Google's security measures. You don't have to worry about any of that. Now, a Chromebook isn't like run-of-the-mill laptops. First of all, it has to be connected to the Internet to get most things done. Maybe working on a document. I know you can work offline in Google Docs. I can get all that. But I'm just saying if you're on a Chromebook, pretty much everything that you want to do, you do have to be on, online at some point. Now, what a lot of people don't know about Chromebooks is that it has a death date. So here's the problem. If you unknowingly purchase an older Chromebook or even a new Chromebook and you don't check the expiration date, you could be out of luck. I mean, the support could be in a a few months or maybe in a year or maybe 18 months. And what happens then? Your Chromebook will stop automatically updating, putting all of your data and your information and your security at risk. So here's what you want to do. Before buying any Chromebook, I want you to remember this, always ask for the Chromebook's AUE. That's short for Auto Update Expiration. Again, that's Auto Update Expiration. Really important stuff. All right. Still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as some signs that an AI voice clone scam is in your midst. And, of course, we have more of me, Ken Commando.
0: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let's CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
1: Uh, Wendy in Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, I'm
2: I'm from Phoenix, but I'm calling you from beautiful Monterey, California today.
1: Oh, so you're not in the hot box. Yes. No, I'm house-sitting, so it's (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, how many times in your life have you heard this? Who's peeking out from under that window? Oh my
2: god. I, mean, if that... I had a nickel for every time I heard that in a 7-Eleven <laughs> or a grocery store. I would be rich. Yeah, I hear it all the <laughs> awesome. time. Awesome.
1: All the time. It's kind of it's kind of like with people with me when I say my last name's Commando, they go they always think they're so cute when they say it when they like, Oh, do you go Commando? I'm like, oh, oh my god, god I've heard I can't. That one, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now you're going to give that one to me. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's going on in beautiful Monterey? How can I lend a hand?
2: Well, I actually had a Dell computer, a 17-inch Dell computer that I actually got 10 fantabulous years out of. It was beautiful. It was huge. Ooh-hoo. Loved it. Um, it recently started getting really hot on one side. And so I decided rather than go, than try to deal with it, 10 years is long enough I'm going to buy a new one. So I bought a new Dell, and now I wanted nice. to know what's the best way to transfer the information over? And then once I do, do I recycle the old computer? Do I rip out the hard drive and smash it with a hammer and kill the other part of it? What's the best way to handle
1: that? Well, you know, getting the the stuff off the old computer to the new computer, it's, you know, the good news is that we can do it now all through the cloud. So if you back up all your important uh-huh. files and folders say into idrive.com, uh, that's the sponsor of the show, by the way. Okay. and It's like, I don't know, $8, $10 a month or something like that. So you back up everything that you have. Okay, I have iDrive. Perfect. So, so you're going to yeah. so yeah, throw I all have- that up there, and then you're just going to download it all onto the new machine. And just make sure that you have all your software licenses, the numbers, cause in case you need those again. And there uh, there are some programs, I can send you some links that will give you all the, the numbers that you might need to re-register the software if you actually purchased any software. But because so much is in the cloud right now, and I know it wasn't that way 10 years ago because life has totally changed, uh, is that you probably have right. all your important stuff backed up and then you can just download it that way. That's the easiest way. So as far as what to do with the old one, It's not worth a lot of money, like maybe 50 bucks, maybe 75 a $100. And especially if it's running warm, that's definitely not a good sign. Uh, It's probably because everything's just getting old and the battery's getting old and, you know, everything along the same lines. Kind of like I'm getting old, you're getting old, (laughs) you know, that whole thing. Um, (laughs) Is that you probably want to just donate it uh, unless there's somebody in your family that you think could use it. But I probably wouldn't want to do that. I'd probably donate it or recycle it. Uh, you could repurpose it, but I don't really think it's probably worth anything. But before you do all that, what I want you to do is you want to make sure that you want to totally erase what's on the hard drive. And you want to erase it so that nobody can get it back. And that includes just not dropping and putting everything into the Windows recycle and then emptying the recycle. What you have to do is actually use a program that will go in there and say, hmm, okay, we're going to make sure that if somebody has a program, they're not going to be able to get this stuff back. Um, there's a couple of programs out there. One's called Eraser. It's free. It's open source. It will erase all the data from your hard drives. Uh, another one is called um, DBAN. It's called Boot and Nuke. Uh, you want to use that one if you have to boot off of a CD or USB drive, but it sounds like if the hard drive's still working, then you probably just want to use Eraser. So once you do that, you get all your stuff right. off of it. Um, it depends upon how much your time is worth. Like I said, it's probably worth 50 bucks, 75 bucks. And so you can you can donate okay. it uh, to a church, you know, local women's shelter. Uh, you could recycle it. Uh, local governments, they always have e-waste recycling programs because it's always bad if we just throw this stuff into the big dumpster of life. And so we definitely don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll send you some links to these programs so you can check them out. But again, it's just it's really simple and it's pretty easy now, especially because you have everything backed up in the cloud that... We're not sitting there saying, oh, how do I get it from point A to point B? Because you already have it in the cloud. Let's go ahead and download it, and you're good to go. Wendy, thank you so much for your call today. Okay, speaking of a Dell, I have a really bad joke. Okay, you ready for it? It's about a Dell laptop. Hugh Jackman films a movie in the Swiss Alps, and, oh, he loses his Dell laptop Just when he thinks that laptop is lost forever, he's grateful to see it found in the hands of a yodeler who tells him, Yodel, lay here. Hugh." Like, yodeler? Yodel, lay here? Oh, I told you it was a bad joke. Told you. Told you it was a bad joke. Okay, imagine this. You get a phone call from your child. Kids panicked, crying, telling you that they've been kidnapped. And they need money for ransom right now. You're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Okay, here's the deal. Scammers are using artificial intelligence tools, and they're cloning children's voices to make it sound like they're actually the ones on the phone. Isn't it just horrible? And where are they getting the voice? Okay, think about this. Kids nowadays are all over social media apps like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. And it makes it easy for scammers to create a clone voice that sounds exactly like your child's. Then what we're gonna do is use this fake voice to extort money from you in this elaborate AI voice cloning scam. So what can you do to protect yourself and your family? First of all, pay close attention to the phone number. If you don't recognize it, call your kid on the phone. Make sure that everything's okay. Now, if they claim to be in an accident or kidnapped, I want you to be really cautious and try to contact your child another way. And finally, be careful of any requests of your kids saying, you, know, you need to wire me money or you need to send me uh, crypto or bitcoins or gift cards or anything. Like that That's a total tip-up. All right. Make sure they tell three friends about the Kim Commando show because everybody needs more tech smarts. And you can find me 24-7 at commando.com.